Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, Relationships, Episode 20, Why I Encourage My Kids to Tell Me No, Raising Autonomous Children, Part 2, by Bridget McNamara with FamilyOptimized.com. And I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator every single weekday. I read to you from some of the best blogs on relationships, all for free. And of course, it's with permission from the authors. Today features a post from Family Optimized, but it's a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here or skipping around, you should probably listen to yesterday's episode first, since I read the first half of this article there. That's episode 19. And a quick warning, if you have young kids listening with you, you'll probably want to listen to this one another time, because it references holiday icons like Santa, and you probably know where I'm going with this, so... Just a heads up. And I mentioned this yesterday, but it's worth mentioning again. We do book raffles pretty frequently to random people on our mailing list. And we probably have like 60 or more books still left to give away. So to be in those raffles, make sure you're signed up for our free weekly newsletter at oldpodcast.com. I'll give you a quick reminder at the end of the show too. But for now, let's hear part two of this post as we optimize your life. Why I Encourage My Kids to Tell Me No, Raising Autonomous Children, Part 2, by Bridget McNamara with FamilyOptimized.com. Let your children say no. More often than not, that no is really a not yet. They aren't finished with what they are doing. They don't want to stop in the middle of something to come to the dinner table. They aren't ready to clean up their toys. They have a crucial piece to add to their Lego creation before they can brush their teeth. There is no shame in wanting to finish what you are doing before moving on to the next task. In fact, it is a desirable trait. Some thoughts on ways to frame your requests to your children. If you can get a place where you can stop for the day, it's getting late and we need to start doing our bedtime tasks. I'd like to get all the toys back into this basket before we leave. Let me know when you're ready to do that. I hear that you don't like broccoli. So, which vegetable would you like to have on your plate instead? Allowing your children to say no and to argue with you teaches them to assert themselves. Learning to say no is a valuable life skill. Many adults would be better off having learned this skill too. Honestly, you want strong-willed children who don't cave to pressure, as it will serve them well as they grow into the teenaged years and the pressures become very real. People-pleasing children become pushover adults. The truth is, though, that autonomy is bigger than all of that. 
because those things are relatively simple to do. Fostering true lifelong individuality is harder. It isn't service stuff. It's deep, soul-searching stuff. It has nothing to do with choosing your battles or avoiding tantrums. It is the work of creating fearless, free-thinking humans. In my house, the desire for my children to develop genuine autonomy also applies to personal belief systems that include politics, religion, and Santa Claus. We don't tell our kids what to believe. When they asked if Santa was real, they got the truth. They were told the origin stories and the straight fact that as far as I know, there is no big guy in a red suit that sneaks into homes on Christmas Eve and delivers gifts. Some people become sad when they hear of families who don't instill these myths of Santa, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy in their children, as if it somehow steals magic from their souls. Trust me, my children are full of magic. They have magical imaginary games they've been playing with an ongoing storyline and character development for years. As far as magic goes, have you ever heard about the mating patterns of anglerfish? Seen two bird of raptor hold talons and spin through the air? Looked at the Fibonacci sequence as it occurs in nature? These very real things are about as magical as it gets. Although, I will admit... The downside to your children not believing in the tooth fairy is that they just hand you their bloody tooth and ask for a dollar. We also do not tell our children what is true or untrue about God and religion. We give them the facts as we know them, the stories as they are told around the world and from all religions, and let them decide. There is no coercion and no shame. Politics are presented in an age-appropriate fashion as well. When the presidential campaigning was in full effect, we made charts on poster board of each candidate and where they stand on main issues in our country. Even at a young age, children have a right to decide these things for themselves. If the proof can really be in the pudding, I can say without question that my children have a moral compass that surpasses most adults that I know, including myself. They openly question everything and have truly incited in me self-reflection like I have never known before. It's incredibly important to me that my children always know that I'm going to tell them the truth about everything. There isn't much out there by way of studies that show the effects of not telling the truth. I did find one, and I understand that it's definitely not conclusive, but it demonstrates pretty well where I stand on this issue. Authentic Autonomy It starts out as a washcloth, and a mirror, and accepting the no to broccoli. It evolves into the core beliefs that makes us who we are. It has taken me until my 40s to shed all that which was placed upon me as a child and to get into the nitty-gritty of who I am in the core of my being. My 11-year-old is already there. I envy her that, and at the same time feel proud that I can give her that gift. The power to say no to that which does not sit well with her. It is the gift of herself in her purest and truest form. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Why I Encourage My Kids to Tell Me No, Raising Autonomous Children, by Bridget McNamara with FamilyOptimized.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And that's a wrap on this post from Family Optimized. For more from them, you can check out their weekly newsletter where they include links to the coolest stuff in parenting like tech gadgets, books, articles, interesting data, and more. And speaking of newsletters, make sure you're signed up for ours if you want to be in raffles to win books and more. Just come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address. It's totally free. And you'll get some free spreadsheet tools from us and a short weekly email with some life tips, quotes, and more. And it's a nice way to show your support. So again, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address and that'll enter you into our raffles for free. And that's a wrap on yet another week of Optimal Living Daily Relationships. 20 episodes already done. Thank you so much for subscribing and listening every day. Have a great weekend and I'll see you here on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.